not gonna lie and, and, and portray um, this ultimate poise like I've been had it figured out. Nah, I just didn't quit. separate whoever's gonna try to go for something is that you ain't gonna quit what's up activators this is episode two um the name of this episode is get in fit in stand out and i have met here so if you listen to millennial society he was a guest on there um we went to high school together the best high school in the city yeah. and the he Yep. And he is going to talk about his um, health, fitness and overall wellness journey because he just reached a milestone within the last week. So he's going to talk about his journey and what he's been, do been doing um, thus far. Before we start that, I'm going to give a special shout out to this week's health and wellness highlight. And it is Prime Fit Apparel. It is black owned. Baltimore based and it's actually owned by one of my close friends Simone um, and the model is inclusive fitness exclusive quality so I'm um, going to our website I'll put the link in the notes go on there you can get you a jacket leggings pants I love her leggings for all the women out there so yeah definitely make sure you support this black um, owned business. So now we're just going to jump right into the check-in and this week we are checking in with like I said Matt and I'm going to just get right into it. So what led you to begin your health and fitness journey? Sure. Um, well, first, thanks for having me on. Very excited. Um, and this is actually the first time I've really talked about this. Um, so, yeah, thanks for um, inviting me on. Um, and what really led me to this journey, um, like I said, on social media about a year ago, and um, I had actually lost my job. Um, and so... I had a lot of extra time on my hands. Um, and also um, I was with, uh, I was with like a lot of people who, um, you know, I, I really cared about. Um, and I always kind of talked to them. I was like, hey, you know, I really want to get fit. I really want to do this. And they kind of pushed me like, why don't you just do it? Like you do everything else for everyone else. Why don't you do it for yourself? Um, so I decided to do that. Um, and honestly, one night as well, um, my girlfriend, like I was, I was sleeping and, um, she felt something in my heart. Like, you know, I, I got really nervous. Um, and I thought something was going to happen. I didn't know exactly what, um, I also heard God telling me this, you know, years ago, you really need to get it together. You mm -hmm. really need to you know, start. I'm getting on this journey. So I just decided that I was just going to do it. Um, and I just did it. I just started walking around the block and consistently day in, day out, just started um, walking, received a lot of motivation from um, my friend group to help and support me. So yeah, that's kind of how I began. <laughs> oh, wow. So when you first started, it sounds like it was God telling you need you need to start a little bit of yourself telling you you need to start and then the people around you like you need to get yeah. it together. 
yeah. I feel like sometimes, well, a lot of times, sometimes we need those people around us to kind of push us because if they don't push us, we might stay in a place too long. So it's good that you had those people around you to encourage you and motivate you to move forward and not holding you back. So when you started, was there anything that was a challenge for you in regards to adjusting to your new healthier lifestyle? Sure. I think um, probably the thing that was a challenge for me the most was being consistent with exercise. I had never really been consistent with exercise before. Um, so that was a challenge for me. Um, I started waking up earlier. Um, I started incorporating it into my lifestyle. And so that was probably the, that was the most challenging part. Um, and also a lot of people say the diet was a challenging part as well. Mm -hmm. I think that was, that was definitely a challenging part for me as well. Instead of eating a whole pizza, like, all right, I can do cheese <laughs> and um, a salad. And honestly, I think when I started working out, it kind of came natural because like my psychological was like, all right, if I'm going to spend, you know, an hour working out, I'm not going to be counterproductive and eat this huge thing. Right. So for me, working out kind of helped with my diet. So I kind of like had to rationalize myself, like, why would I like be counterproductive and eat this uh, unhealthy thing while I just spent all this time working out? So that's kind of how I rationalize it to myself. That makes sense. I was going to actually ask what was there anything that came naturally for you? Because I know for me, I try to have that mindset. Like, I'll be like, I just spent hour even 30 minutes, hour and a half in the gym, I do not need to eat this cookie or this ice cream or whatever. Now, yeah. sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but that's definitely a good mindset that you had, especially starting out, because that's something that people who are even already in their journey still struggle yeah. with. So it's good that that's something that came naturally for you. Yeah, definitely. So in the in your post, you also talked about your small, consistent steps that you took before doing activities that were um, more challenging. Can you share the steps that you took when you first began? Sure. Yeah. Um, so really, in the beginning, I would just just start walking. So I went to Lake Montebello constantly, um, and I really liked Lake Montebello a lot in the beginning of my journey because I would always see someone that I knew. Mm -hmm. So that kind of just helped to like push me and motivate me um, and even when I didn't really feel like doing it I would just like call somebody on the phone you'd be surprised mm -hmm. like, when you, you're just talking to somebody like how much time kind of just goes past and you're like oh wow like I already went a lap around Lake Montebello already um, so yeah I just started walking um, and just kind of just saw the impact of that and that was kind of the small step that I took Mm -hmm. um, and then I just started just doing more research and, you know, just did YouTube videos and, and things like that. So that's kind of how I got started. So when you first started walking, because for those who don't know or are not from Baltimore, Lake Montebello is like kind of big, like one, almost one lap around is like a mile. So yeah. when you first started walking, how many laps did you do? I only, I probably did like, I don't even think I did one. I think I did like half of one. Mm -hmm. Then it was like too much. I'm just going back to the car. So I did like maybe like half of it. Okay. Um, now, um, 
you know, I can do like three or four. Like I don't, I don't even really keep count now. Okay, no count. Like, yeah, no, I just. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, like I, I sometimes thank God, like wow, like this is a miracle. I didn't mm. really, you know, plan or or do it. I just really just kind of walking in obedience in that way. Um, but yeah, I, I think like Montebello is a great place. It also depends on like what works this advice that I would give is like what works for you you know um so everybody has their own journey and it really is a journey and that's something that I had to learn like no quick results not just do it for a week and that's it like Mm -hmm. there's shortcuts and I knew that about life and but I didn't really apply it to my own self you know Mm -hmm. like no shortcuts but with that area I always struggle with it so that's facts. I feel like you're dropping so many gems as far as like the consistency, the nutrition part, the starting small and then working your way up. Those are all things that people can use not only when they're starting, but when they are continuing their journey um, as well. So it's good that you have those tools that you yeah. use and that you can also share with other people, because a lot of times people will think that I don't know if you saw my post today, but people would think that I need to have a lot of money. I need to have Definitely. a lot of knowledge. I need Definitely to be a guru to start. Yeah. And that's not true. And a lot of times that will keep people from actually starting their journeys at all. So you're just a walking testimony that you don't have to have any money. You don't have to have a lot of knowledge. We have our phones, Google, all of that stuff. And then we have parks um nearby so you can yes free you can go there and just start there it doesn't you don't have to start doing uh squat presses as your first you can really start small and see changes so it's good that you have that information that you can share with other people who in your circle might be nervous to start their journey yeah i know you said that there were you did your own research. Were there any specific resources that you used when you first started um, to kickstart your journey that you would recommend to other people? Sure. Um, I think for me, motivation was like a key factor mm-hmm. in it. So I would honestly just, like you said, go on YouTube and try to find like other people who have like lost like tons of weight. So I used to watch this guy. Sometimes I still do. His name mm-hmm. is Brick Fitness uh, on YouTube. So I used to watch him like, wow, like his you know, his story and just his testimony of how he lost weight. And I kind of just would look at those videos um, just for motivation. I will say that if you're definitely a person that like compares yourself or like things like that to definitely not do that, um, because I did kind of fall into that trap of like, oh, man, like, how did they do it so quickly, whatever, but really just filtering out the noise and just you know, do that. Um, also, um, other resources that I used. um really my girlfriend as well she helped me Mm -hmm. like meal planning and things like that and like you said earlier it doesn't have to be something like super expensive I started when I didn't even have a job so like Mm -hmm. just you know really using what I had at home like just literally just using what I had scheduling out my meals and planning it a little bit more so you're just not kind of just snacking whatever Mm -hmm. Um, and also meal prepping um, was really crucial for me um it kind of helps save time but also just you know you don't have to kind of think about what's happening so those are some of the resources that I used um and yeah just uh, I try to also not tell everybody that I was on the journey right I kind mm-hmm. of 
you know, kept it very small, very tight knit of the people that I wanted to know, you know, how get you get people start hating or whatever. So I really just, you know, I really wanted to keep it with people that I trusted, mm-hmm. not that, you know, not like posting every single second of it on social media because some yeah. people aren't really there to really help support you. So I really wanted it to be like authentic, like people who support me, people who have my best interest um, at heart. And yeah, I just, I learned a lot from the, the journey and it's like a lifelong journey. So I'm not even there yet. So <laughs> yeah. So when you posted on social media, like last week, was that the first time that you kind of put it out there for everybody? Yeah. It was the first time I kind of put it out there, like for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like I didn't really tell a whole lot of people about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and because most of it really was for me a mindset shift of, and that's going back to your earlier question, that was probably the hardest part. Um, the mindset shift of, hey, like I need to invest in myself. Hey, mm-hmm. like this meeting or this, whatever I was doing can wait. If I don't invest in myself an hour a day, then or you know how, whatever I'm going to do that day, not worth it. Um, and I will also just try to like push myself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So you know, just push myself just to do a little bit more to go further. Um, and you have to get to a point where I didn't need anybody to go around like Montebello with me, right? Mm-hmm. Like someone did great. If not, that's great too, right? Like. Yep. I had to be comfortable with just, you know, myself and doing it like alone, you know, because mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, like I might need a partner. Unless anything's wrong with the partner. I think working out in community is great. Like I love working out in community. Like I work out in several now, but it's like, I can also just do it by myself too. So that's one thing I had to learn is like, if you're waiting for someone, like you have to want to do it on your own. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't wait for you because we always know people going to be late to show up. People going, you know, like it's just, it's just, we know this. So, you know, you can be in control of it. And it's something that you have to be in control of and something you have to be consistent with. Other people can join you along in the journey, but it's something mm-hmm. that you have to want to, to accomplish for yourself. You are dropping gems. I'm just like, because <laughs> it's crazy because I feel like not, not necessarily, mm, yes even in the area of fitness and like wellness journey and things like that I've made the mistake of prematurely telling someone that I was thinking about doing something or that I was doing something and because they didn't they weren't supportive like how your community supported you it kind of deterred me from wanting to do it and then I never did it so I think one thing that we can all apply to our lives not just with the area of our wellness but just everywhere is that if we have an idea, we want to do something for ourselves. Um, we can keep it to ourselves. We can share with our small group, but we don't have to broadcast it to everybody right. because right. at the end of the day, no matter what you're doing, whether it's work-wise, school, health, exactly. fitness, wellness, it's for you. So right. you don't necessarily have to show everybody. Cause like you said, not everybody is going to support what you're doing. And at the end of the day, it's for you. Right. And as far as being able to, becoming confident enough to work out on your own, regardless of if you have a partner or not. That's also something that I tell my friends because for my group, I am probably the person who works out the most. So I always tell them that I don't want you to just have to come to me to work out. I want you to build the self-efficacy so that you can feel confident working out on your own, going to the gym, 
picking up the dumbbells, all of that stuff. Cause there was a time where I didn't do those things. Like I would go to the gym and always do cardio, but I had right. to build myself up and get to that point. And that's what I want mm-hmm. from every, from everyone. I don't want it to just exactly. people coming to me, you know, exactly. for help. So yes, exactly. dropping gyms, people are going to hear this and they're going to, I feel like they're <laughs> going to get the same, they're going to have the same reaction that I had. So yeah. hopefully they'll take some, um, a lot of great things away that they can use. So like I mentioned earlier, you celebrated a major milestone. So you celebrated your fitversary and you talked about how you have been able to um, manage being healthier, healthy consistently for a year. Before you began to pursue a healthier lifestyle, what was your relationship um, slash view of being healthy? And how does that compare to the view that you have now? Sure, yeah. I thought, you know, being healthy, like, oh, people that work out all the time, they only Mm -hmm. eat like vegetables. I had a very like negative view of being healthy. Like, Mm -hmm. I think part of it was also envy, like, man, like I'm envious because I can't get there, right? Like, Mm -hmm. also just, you know, I'm mad at myself because I'm not putting in the adequate work at the end of the day. So I think I had a very probably toxic view of Mm -hmm. what to be healthy in the past um and yeah I just thought it was something that was never possible for me um and I never really gave it any effort and I tried to kind of just keep it out of my mind um and so I think over it has changed over the last year um because healthy means different things for different people um for me I think healthy is, I really view it as an investment. Um, So I view it as an investment in myself. Like every day I'm like, did I pour into myself today? Like givers tend to like, not really think about, you know, themselves or, you know, anything like that. So it was always difficult for me to really invest in myself and really to take the time out. And I didn't really see the value in that. Um, So I, I view healthy as, you know, one, physically spiritually mentally all of that is a part of your health um going to therapy should you need it mm-hmm. um you know praying all those different components is really makes a healthy lifestyle not just the fitness piece but you know how are you blending all of the different aspects of your life together um and i also thought people that work i'm like how do they have time for this like you know how do they manage all of that mm-hmm. um, but it's probably, it's definitely the best decision that I've ever made. And I feel so much lighter, better. My mind is much sharper. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you went from like a not so good view to yeah. a healthier view, literally where yeah. you are thinking about, like you said, not just the fitness, not just the nutrition, but the spiritual yeah. side, the mental side. Yeah. That's something that we actually talked about on our last episode of Millennials. And we yeah. all agreed that your health is not just working out and eating salads. It's literally exactly. every part of yourself. And right. when we said being in tune, having every part of yourself being in tune with um, the other parts. So it's definitely... Mm-hmm is a holistic thing. It's not just one area. So I'm glad that you pointed that out. Exactly. So how has your religion and your spirituality played a role in your journey? I know you talked about too, how that was pivotal and you um, starting your journey and also maintaining. Yeah, it was a major role. Um, And when I kind of started this journey this time, I prayed and I said, you know, God, if you really give me another chance with it, 
I'll really do it, right? Like I'll really, I just need one more chance and I really will do it this time. And I kind of took this commitment very seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, So it played a major role. Um, You know, some days I would just honestly just walk around like Montebello, blast gospel music and sometimes Mm -hmm. pray like, God, you know, I'm out here. Like, and sometimes honestly even crying, like, just like, Hey, like I'm out here. I'm, I'm giving it everything that I got. And at that time I'm just walking, you know, I'm like, Hey, like I'm doing what I can and you know, I'm going to give it all to you, whatever I can do today. Like this is what I got. And you'll be surprised what God can do with just a little bit, you know, the little Mm -hmm. step, like the little, this, um, like I'm running like a half marathon this year and I'm laughing because I can't even, oh, yes. really, I can't even really believe it. So that's why I'm like laughing, but, um, you know, you'll just be surprised what, what God can do with a little bit of faith, a little bit of commitment. And we actually do have to put the work in too, right? Like, mm-hmm. cause I would have those prayers, like, God, just take the weight off, you know, <laughs> like, God, you can do anything, but God's like, no, we need you to put you know, a little bit of work into that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just like I like I said earlier, the small things, you'll be surprised what God can do. Just taking a step around the block, just, you know, doing this. And um, my mind is so much clearer. I feel, you know, honestly more connected um, because a lot of, I, I feel healthier and I feel like my mind is sharper and I can kind of, you know, navigate life much differently than I could mm-hmm. before and I can actually enjoy myself I don't have to be out of breath like going up the steps like mm-hmm. you know, I don't try to avoid different things so I'm not sweating as much mm-hmm. and all and it was yeah yes I feel that because <laughs> yeah. I, I know there are days when I'm like on the tr- like there are days when I don't even feel like going to the gym like yeah. I feel like last week especially I was just so tired I had to really like give myself a pep talk and really pray myself out of the car because I really wanted yeah. to go home. Like there are days when I'm on the treadmill and I'm running and I got to listen to gospel music. I have to pray. I got to say Bible verses so I can yeah. hit this, hit this mark. So I definitely, yeah. I, I feel it. It's like yeah. with my fitness journey, I've had to use a lot of faith. That's yeah. why I started this whole podcast because it's really about your faith. Like some people are scared to even start, but you got to have faith that you can start and continue. Right. So Right. I would say my, yeah, I would say my faith plays a big role um in it too. Cause just looking back to when we were in high school in ninth grade, I will never, never. forget <laughs> we had to run a mile in gym class. Yeah. It was the worst. <laughs> it was like we had to run a mile in 12 minutes. And I could not do that. I think yeah. I got to like 15 minutes or something, but looking back at then when we were in high school to now it was just such a major difference even though like you said you have a long way to go I also have a long way to go but knowing that I'm in better shape than I was in high school that's something yeah. to be <laughs> happy about so definitely definitely yeah. so how does it feel to have been consistent with your health regimen for a whole year um it feels really great and the time honestly went by really fast Mm -hmm. um I really fell in love like one like with myself but also just the journey and the process the process is probably like the ugliest part of the Mm -hmm. whole thing I really fell in love with the process I fell in love with growing and becoming stronger or reaching a goal that I set out like 
and it doesn't always have to be this huge thing of like i'm gonna do this thing right i'm like you know what i'm just gonna finish this youtube video today because i stopped halfway the last time i'm mm-hmm. gonna try to do it all like even if i like pass out on the floor or whatever i finished it like so um yeah like uh i'm just you know excited to like to continue to be consistent and that's the hardest thing um and I can see how community and um, being a part of a community, once you already have the mindset of I'm going to do this is really helpful. And I've been a a part of several communities um, that work out throughout the city and that bike, et cetera. Um, Just to find like-minded people who, who want to push you and to, to help reach your goals. So. Yeah. I need you to get me off my bike because I bought a bike like, going on three months ago and i have not used it yet so i need you to get me out i see all these pages of yeah. people bike riding and i'm like i need to get out there yeah so, well you sound just like my girlfriend i'm trying to get her out <laughs> i need to bike. get out there because this bike yeah. was like 300 so i cannot have it go to waste <laughs> my dad is like you want to ride your bike i'm like um yeah <laughs> so but how do you plan to like continue building your healthier lifestyle. I know you said you're participating in a marathon. Like, what else do you have planned? Sure. Yeah. So, um, I have planned. Um, I really want to. Um, I really want to like start bulking up now. So, like more into lifting and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, I also think probably in the next couple months, I probably will invest in a trainer. Now that I know that I'm serious, I didn't want to get a trainer before. I knew that I was actually like serious about it. And mm-hmm. now that I'm like a year in, I'm like, okay, like I feel comfortable with um, with getting a trainer. And, you know, now that I'm committed to the journey and also just boosting up my cardio more, um, running more um, now that it's like summertime and biking. Um, but yeah, honestly, just really continue what I'm doing just to turn it up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, get, you know, results, um, and I'm really interested in, particularly in Baltimore, to really be invested in what's happening in the fitness community and um, what I'm learning actually just through the health lens that I'm now kind of looking at things, you know, in Baltimore and, you know, you know, I'm into politics and, and mm-hmm. all that, you know, a lot of people think that, um, like the number one killer is actually, you know, gun violence and things like that, but it's actually obesity. Mm. Um, So I think that I'm really committed to, particularly in Baltimore, helping ensure that, you know, people have options when it comes to healthy food. You know, we know we have a lot of food deserts, et cetera. Um, So I'm really committed to being more involved with other um, nonprofit organizations in Baltimore, government, et cetera, that helps Baltimore residents become healthier when it comes to food options, et cetera. Um, and also um, free workouts. Like I know that like there's plenty of like nonprofits that I've connected with that have running or like have running groups that have biking groups um, and encouraging people to like get out and to do whatever works for you. Um, in the Obama administration and the good days, you know, Michelle Obama had the great, uh, her great initiative to help, you know, with healthy eating, healthy lifestyle, Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I think that that was just phenomenal back then. I really didn't like, wasn't really a part of that movement, but I yeah, think <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really part of that movement. But now that I kind of am more into it, I'm like, yeah, that was a great initiative. And I can definitely see um, how obesity and things like that really impacts particularly our community. So sorry to get all political there. No, you're fine. I was about to say, we need to have a discussion <laughs> because these are all things that I, you know, have thought about as far as helping people in our community realize that they can eat healthy, but not yeah. spend a lot of money exactly, and yeah. go to places that are within their communities and also working out too. So we're going to talk, we're going to talk. Those Definitely. are all great things. So are there any, I know you talked a lot about nonprofits um, in Baltimore. Are there any mm-hmm. other resources that you use that you want to share with people to maintain your health regimen or anything like that? Sure. Yeah. So the black running organization um, they meet at Drew Hill um, every Saturday at 9 a.m. Sharp. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, run in, uh, they run in Drew Hill. Um, yeah, they're great. Um, I went to their, they had a uh, running day at Lake Montebello. Okay. Um, it's normally at Drew Hill, but for their big day it was at Lake Montebello. But every Saturday at 9 a.m. there at Drew Hill, um, I go out there sometimes um, so I would say they're definitely a resource um, to maintain kind of, you know, healthy regimen. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that um, there are several nonprofits as well that kind of help with transportation for healthy um, foods. There's also a okay. lot of food gardens that are in the city that are now popping up um, to kind of help communities that have food deserts. Um, So I would say, you know, definitely look into food gardens. Um, But for me personally, um, one thing that I'm doing to maintain my health regimen is really drinking a lot of water. Um, And and that's another organization, Drink More Water. Now that I'm thinking about Anthony Waters, um, great organization who helped, Mm -hmm. um, you know, people to to be to to maintain a healthy lifestyle um but yeah i'm really just at this point plug trying to plug into the community um i'm you know continuing to to drink water continuing to do the, the cardio sessions and like i mentioned earlier continuing to do uh to well to get into muscle um and building muscle and my mother just got a wide membership meaning that i now part of her family plan have the okay. <laughs> so we'll be going to the Y more often just really I think at this stage of my fitness journey immersing myself in the community of people mm-hmm. and you know being a part of it now that I'm like very serious about it so yeah. that's good I feel like we are we have a lot of the same ideas I think sometimes yeah. in our community and just in our society in general sometimes people kind of shy away from collaborating with other people and working yeah. together because they don't want you know yeah. the shine to be taken away from them exactly. but it's good yeah. that you one of the uh, main things in your mind that you are prioritizing is working with the community because that's so mm-hmm. important especially in our community and mm-hmm. when it comes to topics like this so that's great I'm excited to see yeah. what you're going to do and see you participate in the marathon and see yeah. you bulk up I'm excited <laughs> So what last advice um, do you have for others who want to start their health and fitness journey, but are not really sure where or how to do so? 
Sure. Yeah. I would say the first thing would definitely be um, to really, um, sorry. Um, one thing I would really say is to really start um, with the journey, to, to start with the journey is really to just one, take a deep breath. Um, you don't have to do it overnight mm -hmm. and to just celebrate the small successful wins. And you also don't have to work out every single day to lose weight. And you don't have to yes. look like someone else when you're doing it. Yes. You don't have to, you know, compare yourself. So I would say just do what you like and do what, you know, for example, my mother did Zumba and like she lost a lot of weight doing Zumba. Like every Tuesday, I think it was maybe every Tuesday and Thursday consistently. She did it for probably like two years. Mm -hmm. And that's we lost a lot of weight for me zumba would not necessarily work because i would not be consistent with like going to that every every week like that mm -hmm. um, but that's what works for her and that's what she loves to do find an exercise or something that you actually love to do and kind of try to incorporate it with that that's what i would say and also just be mindful of um what you're eating you don't have to have like a nutritionist or anything like that um but you know what you, you don't need to be a nutritionist to know what you be eating, like, you know, like, so just, you know, balance it. And that doesn't mm -hmm. mean to, like, starve yourself and to not treat yourself. I definitely treat myself. I definitely, you know, have weekends or even days where I'm like, okay, I'm just going to treat myself these days. Hey, like, I'll work it out. But I'm at a point in my journey where it's like, that's not a major, in that's not a major impact. But also, mm -hmm. in order to lose weight, you have to be in a caloric deficit. So right. you have to you have to have a caloric deficit to lose weight. So um, yeah, I would say be mindful. I didn't, didn't count calories or do anything like that. Some people do. For me, that was just way too much. But um, I do understand people who do. I think that that's a great approach for some people. It's also how you would approach it. For me, that wouldn't necessarily work because I, I wouldn't even know where to begin with that. And I would just <laughs> be okay. But um, yeah, I would say just you have to pay a little bit extra for healthy stuff, do it. You know, in the long run, if you're in the market, like, you know, you're investing in yourself, don't be cheap with yourself and to buy the organic or buy the fresh or whatever, even if it costs more, mm -hmm. because in the long run, you're fueling your body and helping yourself grow. So yeah, that's what I would say. That's great advice. And then two things. So for one, your mother did not go to Zumba. She went to body work because I oh, used yeah. to see her body there work. Yeah, body all work. Yeah, that's what it was. Yes, and, body work. Yes. And Queen D is always like, this is not Zumba. So I used, yeah, to, I used to see your mom there. So yes, yes body, body work, work is like more intense. But I definitely yeah. did used to see your mom there getting her yeah. workout on, burning those yeah. calories. Yeah. Um, when I was on my body work wave before COVID. Yeah. And yeah. then when it comes to investing in yourself, definitely. But even with markets like, depending on where you live, like Lidl, Aldi, mm -hmm. Aldi however you say yeah. it, I love they have Aldi. like organic stuff now mm -hmm. and stuff for vegetarians and vegans. So you can yeah. even go there and buy things on a budget without breaking the bank. So like yeah. Matt said, exactly. you just want to make sure you're finding what works for you, what works for your wallet, works for your mind, what works for your body and take those small steps so that you can reach your goals period exactly. so yeah that was a great episode so many gems have been dropped i'm excited about your journey what you're going to do next and ways that we can collaborate in the future there are a lot of people that you named that i am looking to collaborate with and bring them on here so definitely 
we we on the same wave. Definitely. But thank you again, Matt, for coming on. Before um, I close, I'm going to do Mike's Motivations, um, which is going to be at the end of every episode. And with Mike's Motivations, I'm just going to share like some inspirational, motivational type vibes to send you on your way as you continue your wellness journey, some things that you can keep in mind. So for this week, the motivation is Philippians 4, verses 6 through 8. And it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So as we know, when starting any journey, whether it's a new career, your health and wellness, school, it can be sometimes scary, it can be overwhelming or intimidating. Some of us may not even start because of that fear and anxiousness. Um, all of those fears are normal, so you're not going crazy or anything, especially when you're starting something new. Um, the good thing is that we're not by ourselves on any journey that we start and go through. God is always with us, and we can be confident that he is walking with us and just knowing that he is with us in our journeys that can give us peace that not even we can understand. So I feel like throughout this um, episode, Matt talked a lot about the stuff in that verse. So definitely keep that in mind as you are going through your own journey. So that is the end of episode two. You are my first guest. Oh my gosh. Hey, I'm on it. It it really happened by chance because at first I was going to do another episode today but when I saw you post last week I was like to start the podcast off it would be great to start you know and have an episode where people can hear from someone who just hit a milestone and hear about how he started his journey so now we're here. I, appreciate I appreciate it so thank you again for coming on make sure you all stay um, updated with activated by faith on my Instagram and with the podcast, we're going to be dropping new episodes every other Thursday. So twice a month, and we're going to have some more wonderful guests on here. Like we had Matt on here talking about their journeys, other individuals in the fitness, health, yoga, anything relating to wellness on here as well. So make sure you all stay tuned and have a great rest of your week. separate whoever's going trying to go for something is that you ain't gonna quit